Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. But I mean, do you mean then that the only option for people living in Castle Troy is put up with it or sell up and get out? Yeah. That's the only option you see for people in, in that. I mean, this is a, an estate that has a lot of prominent businesses working there. It's an estate that has a very, um, a, 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 an area rather, rather than simply an estate, that has a very specific plan for its development. And you're essentially saying, get out of there. Well, unless, unless the college are going to take ownership, unless the government our politicians are going to um, introduce a much more um, less stringent antisocial behaviour. Like, for example, let me give you an example. If I have antisocial behaviour, I have to give a two-step notice, right? So, to have a party, I can't terminate the, the lease or after that party. Oh, no, 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 no. I have, to give, I have to wait for another party to arrive. Then I can terminate their lease. And then if they appeal it, then I have to go into the RTB and they say, well, you know, was it that serious? Did anyone get injured? You know, was the neighbours threatened? Well, that was Kirsten Mail of uh, KMPM, that's Property Management on Shannon Street in Limerick, chatting about students' behaviour when it comes to student accommodation and particularly the residents of College Court, but not just uh, that area, have been having issues. And uh, we heard uh, from, among others, Councillor Sean Hartigan of the Green Party about it all. It's not just confined to College Court, but it's worse in College Court than in other estates around. It started off with a bang on Tuesday. Um, a lot of students coming back, a lot of cars. Seems to be extra amounts of people in houses, maybe because of the lack of accommodation. Um, and it was a huge party. You know, people told me that there was 2,000 people on the street in College Court um, on Tuesday night. And judging by the amount of rubbish and broken glass and bottles and cans and papers around the street the following morning, I'd say they could probably have been right. Apparently the guards were called uh, numerous times, um, but they just said they couldn't come out because they were dealing with other incidents. But they got no response. A lot of people couldn't get their, get sleep. These are residential estates, not just College Court, Milford Grange, uh, Ellen Park. All of these estates, there's working people living there, and there's people with young children, there's retired people. Um, following morning, some people couldn't get their cars out, they were blocked in by cars, had to call taxis um, to get to work, they had to ring their boss and say they were going to be late. Speaking to people who were doing building down there, couldn't get vehicles in. Um, you'd be afraid to drive on the road in parts of some of these days with the amount of glass. Cycling is nearly impossible to cycle on. Kids certainly would have great difficulty cycling to school. You'd be afraid to leave your children out with the amount of glass around the place. Local councillor Sean Hartigan there. Sarah Beasley is chair of Ray Bogue Residence Committee. She's on the line. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Joe. How are you? Not too bad. So this clearly has implications beyond just the specific estate or estates involved here, doesn't it? It's been having a negative impact on surrounding areas as well. It has. I mean, um, Tuesday night, we like that. We were kept awake in Rebogue and we have um, like a WhatsApp group, a React group in case there's people suspicious in the area. And that started to ping at about 11 o'clock at night. And then our Facebook was alight with people commenting, you know, they couldn't get the kids to sleep. The dogs were barking. And you'd actually would have thought that party was, you know, 
near our area, except it was three kilometres away. And it went on until about four o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, our worry and our fear is, will Rebogue become, you know, a student village as well? Because as the accommodation um, is so tight, students are arriving into Rebogue and we don't want, and we're trying to keep our area safe from all this behaviour. So, yes, it's impacted. And someone even actually put on our Facebook that they could hear us in Westbury because of the way the direction of the wind was blowing. I mean, we got a lot of calls and messages to the show from various parts, you know, almost a circle, um, a radius, well beyond what you might otherwise expect. And it seems that a lot of it had to do with the fact that uh, there was a heavy bass type music and speakers out and you're getting that boom, boom, boom. And you know, <laughs> even people closing windows it didn't seem to help them. And But at the same time, we um, asked listeners over the weekend about it on our Facebook page. And it was a mixed enough reaction. I mean, there were people who agreed with your position on it. There were other people who said, no, these are young people and they need to have their fun. And that, you know, the fun police need to behave themselves here and let them at it. Look, everyone um, agrees that the students should be enjoying themselves after the lockdown, but there has to be some sort of, um, you know, mature behaviour here as well, because um, I went up then on Thursday night again just to see what the situation was about nine o'clock and the guardy were there stopping all vehicles going into college court and the glass and the rubbish was unbelievable so this that's that's not normal behavior and i don't know whether you've seen the video that's going around as well um from a house in college court where it was completely well, I, I just i just want to i want to say that I, I know the video you're talking about i've seen the video and it appears to be from the wider area there seems to be a bit of confusion about exactly where in the wider Castle Troy area, it was filmed, but it does appear to have been re- in recent days, and it is pretty shocking. It is, and as I say, look, when we were all young, we all loved to enjoy ourselves, but I think it's just got out of hand, and, um, you know, as it's not college campus, there's not really much, I suppose, the university can do, except just put out a, a notice just to say to keep the behaviour just down a little because, well, um, I want to point out to you, we're chatting to Sarah Beasley, uh, who people will know from AIN2, and she's also chair of the Raybog Residence Committee. Uh, the Limerick leader today has a big headline, probe into smashed up student house. The University of Limerick is to investigate whether students from the college were involved in seriously damaging a house in the Castle Troy area. The university has received a formal complaint regarding a video which has been circulating extensively on show, social media, showing a house with extensive damage caused to it, including a chair smashed through a door, shattered windows and doors and considerable destruction throughout the downstairs of the property. And that is not an exaggeration. Having seen some of the video myself, uh, that uh, pretty much sums it up in the leader. And uh, while an official investigation will determine whether US students were involved, the public perception is nevertheless that student parties in off-campus housing are reaching unacceptable levels, said Professor Nigel Healy, interim provost and deputy president of UL in an email sent to students on Friday afternoon, Sarah. Uh, Professor Healy said he is appealing to any landlord renting an off-campus property to UL students to contact the university and report students who engage in behaviour that is likely to bring the University of Limerick into disrepute. Not only are such house parties bringing UL into disrepute and damaging relationships between students and neighbouring communities, it is also being reported in the media 
that such behaviour is causing private landlords withdraw from student housing and the market, exacerbating the shortage of student properties. Well, in the media being here, we were talking to Kirsten Mayle about it. I know he was talking to the Limerick leader as well um, uh, about that very fact. I mean, he says he has some properties in College Court, but, you know, he's he's ex- exiting and, and that's the experience that he's having with others as well, Sarah. What do you think of the university's response? Um, and it came on Friday. Um, I know the issue was sitting out there for quite a few days before that. Well, I suppose that they have both probably have to do their internal investigations as well to make sure that they are hitting down on the you know on the students because looking at some of the pictures as well, some of them were clearly not students of you all. So I'd say people were just going down, you know, if there's a party, um, most probably up on Facebook, then they headed down as well. But I mean, the damage to the houses is there. There is smashed uh, glass. Um, on the drives, the, some of the windows were broken as you go in. And I suppose if you're a landlord, you know, how much more can you take of repairing the properties for the damage just to continue, you know, week in, week out? So, um, but, but I mean, it's interesting, universe. isn't it, that you know, this video was put up and it, it was clearly in the wake of the party that had gone on. It was in daylight, so it was the next day. And the people involved didn't seem to have any great issue with the extraordinary damage done to the house. I, I know. I, I, I find it shocking. I, but, you know, social media, any anything goes up now. Um, so it didn't surprise me when I saw it. But, but what about the mentality, though? This is my point. That, yeah. you know, th- there didn't even appear to be any embarrassment about the fact that the place was semi-destroyed. No, I think it, it seems to be the more the merrier and their attitude is who cares. Um, and it's good to hear that the university has sent out an email, but, um, you know, if it continues, I, I don't know what's going to happen. No, but, but but the, po- the point about an email to. is, I mean, what value is an email at three in the morning? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, it, and like the guards I spoke to, a Vanguard down there, they said they can't be on patrol. 24-7, that's not their job either. So, you know, the university is either going to have to get um, some type of uh, security down there. But again, it's not their campus. It is a private housing estate. And how important is it, do you think, that uh, through the local media and yourself and others, that the pressure is maintained now to ensure oh, that this is dealt with? Definitely. You know, first week back, you know, there's a lot of giddiness went on, but it can't continue. So if this happens, I suppose, and to find out anybody from UL was at that, those parties and did the damage to the house, I would be calling for the students to be expelled, to be honest. Mm. Now, I mean, we remember a, uh, an infamous party last year, um, which, uh, unlike perhaps this one, there are question marks over the parties last week as to whether there was COVID compliance issues as well. But certainly the one during lockdown, there was, and and there was a process and an investigation. Um, but how many people ended up being um, expelled from the college at that point? I think there was only one, Joe, that I can remember. Right. You know, and that's not fair if there's a, you know, if there's 30 or 40 in a house and only one person then uh, is the full guy. That's not fair at all either. You, you so. see, you can understand that if you're living in that area, the conclusion you are coming to, as Kirsten Mayle said from the property management agency to us on Friday, is that, you know, there will be a kerfuffle about this now, but in reality, it's not going anywhere. Um, certain students will be uh, continue to behave in this way and really your only option is you sell up and get out or you get out and rent somewhere else 
and you end up renting to students because nobody else will take the properties. This is it. This is it. And I think that's what's happened. You know, first of all, it was Ellen Park. You know, then they went into Bryfield and places like that. Now it's College Court. And as I say, our fear in Revogue is that um, if someone starts to rent out to students, then Revogue will become an area like this. And, and that's the fear for the residents in our area. Mm. Do you think that there's a reluctance by people finally to talk about this, Sarah? Well, we just said as a committee that we wanted to go on air and just say that, you know, we're not happy about it at all. Um, and obviously Kirsten and uh, Sean have been on the show. I mean, we have to speak up about it because it can't continue. Because we um, have found that when we've reached out to people, you know, you've been prepared to come on, Kirsten Mail has been prepared to come on, um, but there are others that we've reached out to who just don't want to go there for some reason. I'm not sure what it is. But at the end of the day, you know, we should be proud that um, Limerick has a, un- a university like um, UL and um, we don't want this negative press, but it, it's there at the moment and we have to speak out about it. Yeah. Um, and just a couple of things coming into us. Um, uh, listener says, uh, Hi, Joe. I just had to walk away from school after being told at the door to the classroom that there was a positive COVID case. My son is in floods of tears as were other six-year-olds. Ten days out of school now, how do I arrange childcare? This is completely ridiculous. Um, We're also getting reports separately of an incident in Kilmallock over the weekend to which Gardaí were called. Anyone able to shed light on this, do let us know, please. Uh, WhatsApp or text 0861239595. And something very disturbing coming in here um, saying... I'm not sure if this is appropriate or not, but just to let your listeners know that there are rocks being thrown from the railway bridge on the Dublin Road. Several were thrown at our car uh, on one evening while traffic was stopped and one smashed our back window. Lucky no one was in the back seat. Just be vigilant as there are roadworks and a lot of delays in the area. Well, Sarah Beasley, thank you very much for joining us. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.